0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Guardian's Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse, along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, as we continue with our off-season shows. We had a ruling last week from MLB.com columnist Anthony Castrovince that says you can't call them hot stove shows until five days after the World Series when the hot stove season opens, but there has been some activity on the hot stove front this week as both the Royals and the White Sox have named new managers for the 2023 season. Also, Gold Glove Awards were announced for Cleveland Guardians winning Gold Glove Awards, outfielder Stephen Kwan and Miles Straw, second baseman Andre Jimenez, and pitcher Shane Bieber. Much more on that later on in the show. In fact, in our second segment, we will hear from center fielder Miles Straw on winning his first Gold Glove. Also coming up on this week's show, we will take a look back at one of the fun games of the 2022 season as we are deep into our off season mode along those lines opening day the home opener for the guardians against the san francisco giants that's coming up in the second half of our show today but as you know the ruling from anthony kastrovitz means the world series is still going on and if you're tuned into this show on our radio network This usually drops Saturday afternoon. So tonight, an opportunity for the Houston Astros to win the team's second World Series championship as they are up on the Phillies three games to two after a 3-2 to victory on Thursday night in Philadelphia. Stay with us as we return. After this short break, we will hear from Guardians outfielder Miles Straw a Gold Glove Award winner along with three teammates. That's coming your way shortly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians radio network.
2: the power of their data wasabi, another Boston based championship team.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild, conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Shift to the right side of the infield, the bench and it's swung on and this is pounded into deep right center. On the run of Straw, he's near the wall, jumps, made the catch with his back to home plate right in front of the
1: wall and deep right center. Swung on, line, left center field, long run Straw dives and he made the catch. Oh, what a catch by Miles
0: Straw. In left center, dove headlong for a sinking liner off the bat of Taylor Walls and he made the catch. Now the payoff pitch, swung on, drilled to deep center. Straw racing back, this ball is caught! With his back to the plate, he reached up on a dead sprint and ran it down again. Well, Miles Straw's as good as any defensive center fielder that we have seen all season long. And he just took extra bases away from Paredes.
1: Welcome back to Guardians Weekly, joining us now one of the four Gold Glove winners for the Cleveland Guardians center fielder, Miles Straw, and uh, Miles, your first Gold Glove, and, and I know you take such good pride in your defense. Um, what does it mean to you when, when an announcement's made and and you are the the Gold Glove center fielder for 2022?
4: Um, it's definitely a good feeling. Um, you know that. You know, knowing that, I mean, got to give a huge shout out to our coaching staff who uh, does a tremendous job day in and day out um you know of us getting our defensive reps in every single day every single you know every single before every single game um you know they prepare us so that we're ready to make plays in the game so um that goes a long way especially you know for us me and Quan you know you know Huddy did a tremendous job this year um you know just kind of guiding us and giving us the way and um you know Huddy does all of his homework. He tells us where we should be playing, um, you know, how deep, how shallow. So, you know, those guys honestly prepare us in the best way possible for us to, you know, even excel where we're at. So, um, you know, again, shout out to those guys, but, um, it's great, man. Like to have us four, I mean, four guys, that's almost half the, half the team, your fieldings is, pretty dang special. And, um, you know, I thought they were very deserving awards. Um, I'm very happy for, you know, happy for, you know, all of us. I think it's very tremendous, you know, to, to win this award. I thought I think the gold gloves are very cool award and, um, you know, it's, it's been great. It's, it's awesome. It's, I think it's first of many for, you know, for all of us, I think we all have a good chance to, you know, bounce back and, you know, win these awards multiple times. And I think that's, I think that's pretty special.
1: And you mentioned that and the work that goes into it and and we had a chance to visit with Stephen Kwan a little bit earlier and here's a rookie who's learning a new outfield position for him. so you get the the work that he puts in you're you're an established veteran with a great reputation coming into the season on your defense. what drives you to go out there each day with Kyle Hutz and the outfield instructor and and really put the work in to be as good as
4: you can be so um, you know, to, to stay polished in the outfield, it's always going to be something different. And, you know, I, I spoke on it earlier, like some days, you know, especially in Cleveland, you know, you have those showers that just come through and, you know, it's 15 minutes of rain, touches the grass and, you know, it just changes your playing surface. I feel like, you know, even on those rainy days, we go and get reps out in the outfield like, and it's all of us, it's Oscar, it's myself, it's, you know, all the outfielders that are there, Quan, me, you know, Will, or, you know, both Wills and, it's special to have that because, you know, you don't see that in baseball every single day anymore. You know, there's a lot of teams with older guys that, you know, don't need the refs or feel like they don't need the refs. And, um, you know, for myself, I know that, and I'm not saying I have a lot of service time by any means. I feel like I'm still, you know, in that rookie status. And, but I do at the end of the day, I do have the most time out there. So I feel like for myself, I feel like I got to take leadership and, you know, set a good example on these guys. And, um you know that's why I try to go out there you know just about every single day and and show that we should all be there um because we make you know we change ball games with our defense and um day in and day out it's someone different like you know Oscar didn't want to go glove this year but he had multiple big time plays this year where he's thrown guys out at home or you know whatever it may be throwing guys out on the bases and um it's just it, it shows that You know, we take pride in what we do out there, and, you know, we're locked in and we're focused, and we're always trying to give it our all, which is really all you can ask for from a team on defense.
1: Miles Straw joining us. Gold Glove center fielder, just uh, recently named. And, uh, Miles, you had some good stretches offensively, but some real challenging ones, too, yet you never seem to take that out into center field with you, anything that might have been going on in your head as you're trying to work through some of that. Uh, How challenging is that to separate the two?
4: Uh, For me, it's not challenging at all, um, to be completely honest with you. Um, I know defense is a big part of who I am as a player. I know that can't – you know, I can't let that – I know that's not going to get my head to to stop who I am defensively. If anything, it makes me want to play better defense. You know, if I'm not getting hits, neither is anybody else. So, um, I kind of have that motivation towards it. I think of it, you know, in ways like that. So, um, you know, I feel like when you're not hitting defenses, you know, it becomes more fun. So – I don't know. There's just, there's different, I think of defense so many different ways. And, you know, me and Jimenez always talk about, he, he tells me all the time. He's like, I know you like playing defense. He's like, you can tell when, when you see someone that likes playing defense. And, you know, I see that same thing in Jimenez and, you know, in Quan and, you know, just all these guys. And, um, you know, it's, it's special when you have guys that are bought in, you know, on defense and not just, you know, being offensive players.
1: It's interesting. You mentioned Jimenez. Cause I <laughs> he he always looked like he he had that smile like he just (laughs) robbed a bank or something when he he, 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 when he took a hit away
4: (laughs) that dude's out there he doesn't think about anything he's just out there so loose he has fun he smiles he plays the game you know he's just he's a natural like that kid I, I feel like he was born just with his ability and he's just like he's in such a natural spot it's like you know he catches a ground ball and it's like you know the guy's out every single time and Um, you know, that's how I feel with like all of our players this year, you know, like Ahmed had a great year, Josh Naylor made amazing plays, you know, like I said about earlier, like hedges, everybody, Jose could win a gold glove every year. It's just it's you know, I feel like we do a tremendous job and I feel like we gotta be up there in the you know, the best defenses in the big leagues by far.
1: You mentioned Kyle Hudson earlier and and the, the work he does in terms of positioning. Um a lot of times great catches might happen because you might be too far away and and it's not good positioning but it always seemed like you were either in position enough to make a great catch or, or make a a real tough play look easy and and is that the beauty of of a coach who can really put you in a good spot
4: so I'll tell you exactly the beauty of Kyle Hudson right here in in one little scenario of the season so it's game 2 um, we're playing the Rays in the postseason and Francisco Mejia, who knows what inning we're in. We were probably in the 14th or whatever it was, 15th, 12th. It, at that point it doesn't matter, but it's zero zero. It
1: was a long and
4: day. <laughs> it was a long day. They had Margot on third, I want to say. It was first and third, two outs, and Francisco Mejia is hitting left handed off Eli Morgan, who, you know, is known for his changeup and um whatever yeah, whatever. And I'm playing left center because usually we play, you know, shade we'll shade Oppo for, you know, a two strike count. And I was fully on board. In my head, I'm thinking, all right, Eli's probably gonna throw a fastball up. Like, you know, I just, this guy's probably gonna have a late approach. Like, and sure enough, Huddy tells me to move to the other side. And sometimes during the regular season, during the regular season, Huddy will give me the benefit of the doubt. And you know, if I feel like the guy's gonna go up, he'll tell me the other side. And sometimes I'll be, he'll like just tell me like, all right, play where you feel comfortable playing on this guy. So a lot of the times, Huddy gives me the benefit of the doubt and. So I'm playing left center, and it's 0-2 count. I Mejia's mean, up, and I'm playing the opposite side, and Huddy tells me to go to the pole side of my gut. I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. Like, that's not the right play. And he looked at me, he's like, all right. He goes, and he pointed again. I'm like, man, in my head, I'm thinking like, I don't think this – in my head, I just wasn't really agreeing with it. But sure enough, I kind of just got over to that position like right before the pitch, and as soon as the pitch went down – like as soon as Eli threw the pitch – it was actually a fastball too, but Mejia pulled it in that gap over there in right center, and I barely got to the ball. So without me actually moving to that spot prior to him, we probably lose that game there. So that just kind of shows like how like just that's a perfect example right there in my opinion to just kind of show like what coaches can do that you know fans and other people don't see because without Kyle Hudson telling me to go there, we probably lose that game.
1: So when you get back in the dugout after making the catch, is there a conversation there where where you go Absolutely. over that in the I told, thought process? I, told him we, I
4: I told him he saved the game. I was like, dude, you just saved us this game, and um, we joked about it after we celebrated. And um, you know, it was it was a special moment. But that's I feel like there's no better perfect example to kind of just you know show you right there what that's all about.
1: Miles, you've been a, a part of some really good teams uh, with your former club in Houston. Uh, What about this season though? It just seemed like this was a a real special group and and I think the four gold glove winners is kind of right along with part of that on, on how they took various points in the game that are important to win and really took them to heart. What was it like playing for this team this year?
4: Um you know, I think without, you know, all the, re- the rewards that, or I'm sorry, awards that people may be getting, you know, the gold gloves, you know, Kwan's got a chance or, you know, all, whatever. Everyone's gotten a chance at a bunch of awards on the scene, tremendous years, silver sluggers, whatever. Um, I think what it comes down to is just how special of like people I was around all year. Like, obviously we had amazing players, like top to bottom of our lineup. Like I thought we had a, an amazing group, but, it's just like how close I feel like we came as a team just built like kind of built onto our playing and, you know, took us to another level just with how close this team was. And I thought that was so special. And I feel like having this team around for basically the same exact team around for another five years will be, I don't know, like it's crazy. I think that's crazy. I still think about it like every day in the off season, just how special this is going to be this run and uh you know that run last this past year i mean that's year number 1 of this team so um i think we got plenty of uh you know guys returning to get a good taste of the, what the playoffs is like and you know i feel like we got a great chance of going back next year it's not going to be easy but you know the guys have been through and they know what it takes you know we we put our butts off this year and we can't let off the uh you know we can't let off the gas for next year because you know we're going to have a target on our back and people are going to want to take down the guardians since you know, we kind of proved that we were able to be a part of this league and, you know, be a pretty good part of it.
1: So you, you go through the season like that, and obviously you need a break mentally and physically, I'm sure. But with what you just said, excited to, to get back to it at the right time for you to, to prepare for next season?
4: Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, it's it's nice to be back, you know, see family and, and uh, you know, just kind of settle down after that season, kind of reflect on, you know look back throughout the uh, throughout the season see what see what we need to work on what we got to do but get better in you know certain things for certain guys and this is the time to do all those things and to to show up and you know by that that, by that time you report in spring training everyone's ready to go back and um you know it'll be exciting to get back there and and uh you know see everyone and be ready to go again
1: well miles stride i I feel like Heading into any season, you're a gold glove waiting to happen, and and it happened here in 2022. So congratulations, and thanks so much for the time.
4: No problem. Thank you for having me. That's
1: Guardian center fielder Miles Straw, a gold glove winner for the first time in his major league career, and you certainly get the feeling that it might not be the last that he wins. If he stays healthy, he's one of the top defensive center fielders in all of baseball, and he led all major league outfielders With 385 total chances. And that is a number right there that really speaks to the range that he has. And as he mentioned, the good positioning that he's helped with with outfield coach Kyle Hudson. They do a great job working together, not only Miles Straw, but also Stephen Kwan and the other outfielders as well. The positioning makes a big difference in terms of getting the balls that maybe other outfielders wouldn't. And he Got to more balls and had more chances than any other outfielder in all of baseball, and only committed two errors all season long. He finished second in defensive runs, saved among major league center fielders, and he led the American League with 12 outfield assists, all part of that gold glove resume for Miles Straw. And we hope you can join us next week. We'll hear from Stephen Kwan, another one of the four gold glove winners for the Cleveland Guardians this season. And we'll talk more about the others a little bit later on in our show, but when we come back, it's a look back at one of the fun nights of the season as we continue our great games of 2022. And this one has a different twist as we'll talk about opening day, the home opener for the Guardians in 2022, and a special guest who stopped by the booth. That's next as we continue on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Great to have you with us as we continue our off-season shows And we take a look back each week during the offseason, or at least between now and the turn of the calendar to the new year, and when then we'll start focusing on 2023. But before that, we take a look back at some of the great games of 2022, and and this one has a different twist. It wasn't necessarily a great game. It was the home opener back on April 15th. The San Francisco Giants were in town to open the home schedule, and uh, that was a result of the changes that had to be made due to the lockout and the season pushed back by a week. So the Guardians came in with a 4-2 and record. The Giants won the ball game 4-1 to in front of a sellout crowd at Progressive Field. But certainly the highlight of the night on the radio side of things was a visit from award-winning actor Tom Hanks who put the voice to the video that unveiled the new name for the Cleveland Guardians as they transitioned from the Cleveland Indians to the Guardians last off season? And uh, he was so gracious with his time and lending his voice to an impressive video rolling out the new name. And then he showed up on opening night, threw out a first pitch along with Wilson from uh, the movie Castaway. So uh, certainly a big night before he even got to the radio booth. And what a memorable inning it was. And our own Brian Matze was able to carve up a lot of that inning with Tom Hanks joining the voice of the Guardians, Tom Hamilton. We go to the third. Giants on top of the Guardians one to nothing in the top of the order
0: as Zach Plesak will face the right fielder Mike Yastrzemski who singled his first time up. Plesak kicks and fires in the first pitch foul down the left side, strike one, and what an honor and privilege it is for us to welcome Tom Hanks to the broadcast booth, and Tom, we can't thank you enough for being here, throwing out the first pitch. Well, of- you needed
3: some color here. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you needed a little bit of diversion, so happy to happy to provide.
0: Were you nervous to throw out the first pitch?
3: I have been sweating bullets since I told Bob <laughs> DiBiase that I was going to throw out the first pitch. And that was back. Oh, that was. Oh, that was, I think it was in the fall. <laughs> you know, there's that thing that happens. You might know it. It's called to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and ask yourself, what have I pledged myself to do? <laughs> but it came out okay.
0: It sure did. The 0-2 is down low. And you brought
3: Wilson. I brought Wilson. Uh, he's a big fan. You know, he was ashore at Euclid Beach, and I. So I said, "Oh, come on, you're in town. Let's go to the game." And I, I had instructed the fabulous Larry Doby Jr. to please move your feet and catch that ball. Don't let it bounce.
0: <laughs> Pretty neat too for Larry Doby Jr. to be here. His dad went through everything Jackie Robinson went through. Only 11 weeks later. 11
3: weeks later. Uh, that it's that type of history that deserves a moment all to itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just heard from some of the staff here uh, uh, in the Guardian's uh, front office that he actually what an extraordinary time that someone's able to say oh look another black player is playing in the yes. major leagues. Now. We've come that far.
0: So we aren't. Are you over the 2016 World Series.
3: I was just. <laughs> <laughs> you know. To be able to be pro Cleveland. When it seems as though the entire world just <laughs> loves those cubbies, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the swim upstream to spawn so sort to of. speak. I was going against the tide on that, uh, but my pals here in Cleveland understood and they appreciated the occasion. When I would just say, "Let's go, let's go, well, let's go, Cleveland, you deserve to be there." But could you have asked for a better World no, Series?
0: No. It was actually great for the country and great for the game.
3: Seven games
0: extra innings and a memorable Rajay Davis home run that.
3: Oh I, I, I remember sitting there thinking uh, as it was no, going back and forth and back and, back and back and forth by the way and I'm you know internet, I'm a Cleveland internet fan internet. my heart was in my mouth there was you know I I, it, <clears throat> I was just about to scream and strangle somebody or you know or t- take a knife to the couch out of frustration but every time every time fate turned in that game was yeah. pretty magical wasn't it Cleveland looked great that night And Tom. Your love affair with the city begins
0: as an intern in 1977
3: i came to the to, i came to work at the great lake shakespeare festival in lakewood ohio with this promise from vincent dowling who is the artistic director he said tom now i think you could be an actor if you choose to be an actor now i can't pay you any money but i can give you something much much more valuable experience in the professional theater." And he was absolutely right. And I'm sh- I'm sharing a uh, tonight with a number of my intern uh, alumni. We're all in one of the boxes down here. Really? Because uh, you know I got it's uh, a lot of them are still here, and we're all we're all still together and thick as thieves. And uh, he was right. He brought us together with a with a passion for. Uh, I was 20 years old when I when I first came, and lo and behold, I left with a card.
0: Pitt swung on bang to third, Ramirez to second, one Miller relay oh. in the dirt, not scooped by Naylor. Fielder's choice, rough safe at first.
3: Now you'd score that, a fielder's choice.
0: You cannot assume the double play, even though a good throw, it's a double play. Now have you
3: been listening to this, kids? That's how <laughs> you score. The fielder's choice. Now, I hope I could ask you about the infield fly rule, but let's just put that to later on, because you're a professional. I want to bow down to your expertise. Because when I score the games, when I go to I, I poll the people sitting around me. Was that a fielder's choice? Yes or no? And whatever they vote is how I how I view. It. But uh, the city was uh, for me. It was I had never been back east before. I'd never been out of California. I'd never experienced humidity. or three point two beer. So it was a big summer (laughs) for all of us.
0: Tom you look back with everything you've accomplished. I'm sure still those days and those friends are still very memorable.
3: Uh, We live it. We pick up right where we left off. And once someone mentions something that everybody remembers it is a time machine. Mm -hmm. It's not unlike the great game of baseball where you can remember what you were doing and uh, where you were. I mean I've had some great great moments in in a ballpark just as a fan uh, but when you're living breathing um, uh, and you're you're eating it you're sleeping it for an entire summer long it's a fervent wild time of great discovery and there isn't a one of us who would have passed up the chance to work as hard as we did for as little money as we did.
0: Was there ever a point where somebody told you give up on the dream.
3: No I was very lucky and if they had said it I wouldn't have listened to him because I was having too much fun. My our Vincent Daly, he said this to one of the first times I met him. He said, Thomas, work in the theater is more fun than fun. And outside of playing the game of baseball itself, I can't imagine anything being more fun than fun. I, and I did work with great, impressive, true professionals who, you know, brook no nonsense, but at the same time were, this, were in it for the same reason that we all were. Because mm-hmm. we can't imagine living any other way or having a better a better way to try to put uh, money in the bank and pay our rent.
0: And you're in Pittsburgh now. Can we talk about your next movie? Uh, or?
3: We can. Uh, you won't be able to escape it in about another six months once <laughs> we're done with it.
0: A Man Called Otto? A Man
3: Called Otto. It is based on a best-selling Swedish book called A Man Called Ova that was a wonderful Swedish movie about six or seven years ago. It's re- directed by Mark Forster, who has directed everything from the Life of Pi to James Bond movies written by uh, Dave McGee uh, and it's a it's a lovely script it's about a it's about a guy whose life's changed because uh, people move in across the street it's a lovely lovely beautiful movie and I got to say I know the rivalry between these cities <laughs> Pittsburgh's a lovely town it's got a it's got a great heritage and it is National League so
0: Crawford with a lazy fly to left and making the catch is Quan. Can we keep you for the bottom of the inning? I'd
3: be happy to stay here if that's okay. Sure.
0: We've got Tom Hanks. We also have Wilson in the booth. <laughs> and it's 1-0 Giants as we go to the bottom of the third. It's the bottom of the third 1-0 Giants. And we're going to put Tom to work. Tom, what is this inning?
3: Well, I'm going to tell you, Tom, it's a Liberty Ford Graham Slam giveaway. Here at this part of the ballgame, it's time for the Liberty Ford Grand Slam. Today's contestant is, are you standing by? Holly Raststadter of Cuyahoga Falls. Now, am I saying Cuyahoga or Cuyahoga? I've heard I, it both ways. Yep. If the Guardians player hits a grand slam here in the third inning, Holly Raststadter of Cuyahoga Falls will win a 2022 Ford Bronco Sport from Liberty Ford. Go to LibertyFord.com to enter to win the 2022 Ford Bronco Sport. You know, I'm not clairvoyant, Tom, but I'm going to say I think it's going to happen. I think Holly Raststadter has a shot.
0: As Oscar Mercado pops up the pitch to the shortstop, Randy. Can Crawford. I take
3: that back, <laughs> Holly? Sorry, babe. I don't think tonight <laughs> is your night. How
0: about a base hit and she gets a tire?
3: Uh, okay. All right. right. <laughs> you know, we'll give you the uh, contents of the glove compartment. If uh, say, if any, if any guardians player, hits a triple. Hold me to it, Holly.
0: <laughs> Here's Austin Hedges. Tom Hanks joining us with the Giants up. One nothing here in the third inning. Tom you've got the movie coming out. What keeps you going. Are, are you like a player still looking for the perfect game.
3: No no. What keeps me going is the hang and the people and the challenge you know you start you start a job just like you start a baseball season. I don't want to go too many too often with that uh, <laughs> with that parable. Uh, but you, you, there's always an adventure to be had you try to figure it out you start at the beginning it's one dang thing after another. And it's a struggle, and it's a joy, and it's a lot of laughs. And if you do your job right, and you follow your instincts properly, you come out with something that'll work. It's always the the same. I will say that I don't want to be in rain scenes quite as much as I used to. And sometimes I will read a script and say, do we have to have so many nights? Because I tell you, when you make a movie and you have, oh, guess what? There's 17 night shoots in this job. You say oh, oh. you take out you take out a dozen of those and you got me because it's hard uh, yes. shooting uh, all night long. How grueling physically was Castaway. Oh my. Oh that uh, that just about killed us all. There was one point in Castaway where we were out in the middle of the ocean and director Bob Zemeckis said Tom you got to swim over to that raft. <laughs> that had come loose and was heading into the surf that was going to destroy it. He says, we, we have to get this shot before the tide takes the, takes our set away. So I said, well, watch this, Bob. And I swam over the raft, and we got the shot after a couple of hours. And there was just no other way in order to do the movie except ah. out in real time.
0: Miles Straw takes the strike.
3: Holly Rothstadter, your, your fate <laughs> is hanging, hanging by a thread here. But, you know, we've seen goofier things happen in the game of baseball. Yes, we have. Here's the 0-1
0: down low. In fact, Bobby D. was telling me that, and I'm not ever going to ask anyone their favorite movie because I'm sure it's like picking children, but you love doing a league of your own because of baseball, right? Yeah,
3: we played baseball every day. We had two beautiful fields down there in Bossy Field. uh, uh, And Excuse me. I'm Cranial plate shift of where we played the other one. And listen, I'm an actor, and I, my job is to pretend I'm somebody else every day. And sometimes I put on a suit, and I pretend I'm a guy in a car carrying a briefcase but on that movie i played a guy who put on spikes and a pair of flannel shoots and went took infield practice all day long it was the greatest job in the world and all i had to do on occasion was make sure i was in the fir- i had the first line in the scene and the last line in the scene so then i could leave and go hit you know go take pop-ups you know go go to batting practice while you know gina and Day and madonna and everybody else had to slug it out with their lines on camera it was a dream job, and by the way, infantile it infantilized me. I was spoiled for years after that. Man, this is a good job, but I mean, it ain't as much fun as League of Their Home.
0: <laughs> was there ever a movie you thought, oh boy, I don't, I don't know that this will make it, and it uh, became a surprise? You know, hit? I've
3: learned a long time ago to you cannot think about it yep. in that way. If you think it's terrible, guess what? It if is. you think it's great, <laughs> guess what? I. You can, oh, ouch.
0: Miles Straw called out on strikes. I, I don't even think we give away the contents to the glove compartment. You know what?
3: You're going to pull up absolutely nothing, Holly Rastatter. If you want to get something from a car, I suggest you go out to your own driveway and rifle the back seat. That's all you're going to get. And I my the problem is, because I understand, that Ford Bronco Sport, that is still available from Liberty, from Liberty Ford. Uh, LibertyFord.com. Is one damn fine automobile. Excuse me, can I say damn fine automobile? All right, (laughs) a proud sponsor of the Cleveland Guardians.
0: Tom Hanks, thanks for everything and the enjoyment you've given us all through the years. And again, thanks for tonight. Thank you for
3: letting me drive some of your fans away from the broadcast (laughs) just for a few minutes.
0: The incredible Tom Hanks. Real
3: pleasure,
1: Tom. One nothing San Francisco. We've played three. Man, that was a fun time having Tom Hanks stop by the booth, and uh, certainly. A night that we won't soon forget, and it uh, kind of set the tone for a season of surprises and fun times in the broadcast booth throughout. And again, a, a night that not many people would remember the result of the ball game between the Giants and the Guardians, but a fun time to be sure with a visit from actor Tom Hanks. Stay tuned. We'll have some final thoughts as we continue with our final segment of Guardians Weekly after this timeout. On the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio
0: Network. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could
2: save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, I noticed it's been a few minutes since you thought about when your quarterback ran into his own teammate and fumbled, technically forcing his own fumble, and then the other team took it in for a score, and then you couldn't turn on the TV for a month without being constantly reminded of the time your quarterback sacked himself and fumbled. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
1: Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you for our final segment from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Great to have you with us. And, of course, you can hear our show each week on the Guardians radio network as many of our affiliate stations pick it up throughout the off season, usually drops sometime late Saturday depending on the schedules for your respective stations. You can also hear it in podcast form wherever you download your favorite podcast. It's usually ready to go a couple of hours after the show drops on the weekend. And you can also listen to it at CLEGuardians.com. All the archived editions are there as well. Well, early in the show, we heard from Miles Straw, one of four Cleveland Guardians to win a Gold Glove Award this season. Joining his teammate, Stephen Kwan, the left fielder for the Guardians. And we'll hear from Stephen next week on our show, talking about his defensive prowess. Also, second baseman, Andres Jimenez. How many spectacular plays did he make in solidifying that inf- infield defense? So a first-time winner was Jimenez. And joining the first-time winners, all four were first-time winners, pitcher Shane Bieber. And uh, as Miles Strauss said, Uh, Bieber worked so hard at every part of his game defense was no different and he certainly helped his own cause on the mound by being a gold glove winner this season on the mound now this is the first time an American League team has won four gold glove awards since the 2003 Seattle Mariners how about these names for you. Uh, players for the Mariners, who won gold gloves back in 2003. Arod did it, and that was back when he was a shortstop, Alex Rodriguez. Brett Boone was the second baseman on that team. And then the corner outfielders, Mike Cameron, always regarded as one of the best in baseball defensively. And Ichiro, the right fielder who had that tremendous throwing arm, he was a gold glove winner as well. So that's the last time any team in the American League has had four gold glove winners. You flip it over to the National League, the 2021 St. Louis Cardinals had five Gold Glove Award winners. Their outfielders, Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader, they uh, both won the awards. And then on the infield, three infielders, the corners, Paul Goldschmidt at first base, and of course, Nolan Arenado, the third baseman, and then Tommy Edmond, the second baseman for the Cardinals. Uh, makes it five Gold Glove Award winners back in 2021. So uh, certainly a tip of the cap to the defensive prowess of the Cleveland Guardians this season with four Gold Glove Award winners. And again, it's Miles Straw, Shane Bieber, Andres Jimenez, and Stephen Kwan pulling down the honors. And uh, it's the most in any season for Cleveland since the previous club record was three, and that came back in the 2000 campaign. And uh, I'm sure you know by now, Or remember by now, we should say. What a double play combination in that season. Omar Vizquel at short, Roberto Alomar at second base. And then at third base, Travis Fryman. How did anyone get a ground ball through that infield? And what a double play combo with Vizquel and Alomar up the middle. And, of course, Fryman rock solid at third base. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of guardians weekly thanks so much for tuning in thanks as always to brian motze for helping to put together our show each week until next week when we join you once again this is jim rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to guardians weekly on the cleveland clinic guardians radio network guardians weekly has been brought to you by progressive
0: helping guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance